so we kind of know what the fuck we're doing, this is Master Shot. My name is Alina. This is Eddie. Welcome you to the mythical land of blood and guts exposing your feeble little itty bitty teensy weensy little minds to the explorations of underrated horror. So what we have here is the top 10 list of underrated horror movies. Uh, It's really any kind of movies that we feel have been overshadowed, whether by its, like, you know, it's a sequel or it just didn't have enough press. Pretty much the budget wasn't high enough. It wasn't a big box office hit. You know, it wasn't, you're not going to see these movies in the theater, nor would you ever see them. Well, you might have seen a few of them in the theater, but that was, the initial reaction to them wasn't star appeal. You're not going to see uh, Marvel Studios production on here, for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> and also, for this episode, we have our A special, special guest. guest. Our CEO. editor. <laughs> and editor. Jasmine, here to help out today. Yeah. Try and keep us on track. so let's go ahead and uh jump into this but before we get too into this uh for each of the movies we are giving our group rating of the movie but also our watchability rating since we are talking about horror movies here uh we do have a watchability rating known as our coffin rating and it is from one to five one being where you could probably watch it with, like, your, like, little friend, little cousin, yeah, little, little sister. Yeah, ba- little baby, newborn baby. You can watch. It's newborn baby status. Wow. You know. Number five is very much gore porn and, Kick to like, the face, punch you in the stomach, and then take your wallet. Is, like, probably the only one that could actually withstand it. Probably. Guaranteed. I could probably get an extent. To a point. To an to a point, yes. There's like certain, four and a half. I yeah yeah, I'd say about four and a half would be a good a good medium for me. I I, I turn my my eyes at a certain point, but you know, it's it's like uh when you watch the fives, it's like getting kicked in the stomach and then somebody taking your wallet and then throwing your wallet at you while putting lemons in your eyes. That's that's probably what I would assume. You know, pretty brutal stuff. Well, it looks here to start off our list. We have at number 10, the movie Transfiguration. Love it. This movie did come out back in 2017. Uh, It is written and directed by Michael O'Shea. And this movie only made about $21,000. And people are able to go ahead and stream it on Shudder. That is actually where uh, we found this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much a horror coming to age movie that's really entertaining, a bit slow at times, but it's about this kid that's just fascinated with vampires, so much so that he thinks he's a vampire, and instead of having the fangs and everything like that, he's got his trusty little knife that he uh, pokes their neck with and drinks their blood from there. Uh, very very intense at times. I mean, the kid's only like with like 13, 14 years old. He's a young kid, you know. And then 
just trying to trying to figure life out in in a in a rough neighborhood. So it's uh, a I guess little... it it does take place in a very urban community. Uh, there's like gang violence all around, mm. and the show like this movie is really just like showing how he's surviving within this. Uh, unfortunately, it is where he's like hunting people. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he he's a serial a killer in a way. Yes, and <laughs> he's just kind of trying to figure out how to work this and everything. Uh, the development in the story is really good. You just really see his, him grow as a serial killer. And yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. the entire time you kind of don't think he's a serial killer because there is such this heavy emphasis on, oh, I'm a vampire. I want to well, be a vampire. Yeah, so. and you feel for you feel for him, but at times he's just kind of he's a he's a weird kid, you know. He's just one of them weird <laughs> kids, you know. He just watches Nosferatu way too much, and then ends up creeping in the in the darkness, poking people with knives and drinking their blood. Yes, it's a rough combination. It, it really is. And in the movie, he is uh, bullied by other by yeah kids like older kids around and everything so it just kind of seems like he's just trying to find himself yeah, somewhere well, so it is very much a coming of age movie. yeah and he's also dealing with a lot of emotional problems as well because his mother actually commits suicide i believe and that's one of the reasons why he started watching the the vampire movies and that's what kind of piqued his interest a little bit i well not a little bit a lot because that's all he was writing about and all that stuff and I think one of the craziest parts is when his, his he has his girlfriend and and she ends up finding all the the notebooks and all that stuff and it kind of takes a little bit of a turn because you kind of see him going into normal normality I guess and then as soon as that happens he's like well I guess there's nothing else and then he triggers right back into the into the drinking of blood and vampire lifestyle. See, you know. and I feel like with this it is really. You know, a, a young kid realizing, like, mortality and mm -hmm. everything, like, especially with the loss of his mom. And vampires are traditionally known to live a very long time. So it's another way of him kind of coping with his own mortality. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's probably the best way to put it. And that's, that's why he clings to it so much, you know. And you do feel so, for him. You do feel for the kid. Yes, definitely. Uh, and we did give this movie a rating of seven. Uh, due to it, it does like it is a little slow. It has a very unique story, uh, but it is definitely very watchable. We just gave it a one in the Ark Hoffman rating. Uh, there is Easy a lot to of watch. blood, but it really doesn't show anything very graphic. It's it's definitely a, definitely leans more towards drama coming of age with a little bit of that horror twist to it, you know, which is a nice little refresher, you know, you, you get done watching, you know, Hellraiser 6 and, uh, or 16, whichever, how, whatever one they're on now, and, uh, and then you can pop this in, and it's, it's a little bit of a more mellow watch, you know. All right, and so for our next movie, we have, uh, In the Mouth of Madness. And yes! <laughs> And with this one, it was directed by uh, John Carpenter. It did come out in 1995, and it does star Sam Neill. And my boy, a lot of people know 
from Jurassic Park and many other movies. Uh, this movie did have a pretty high budget, but it didn't really make too much more it, money it broke, over that it budget. pretty much broke even, yeah. It, I mean, in a way, I'm pretty sure if they look at it as breaking even, you know, nobody really made that much money off of it. But it's one of those movies where at the time it wasn't a big deal, but the later on that it went, uh, over it's time, it actually very did. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the special effects alone in the movie are really good. You know, for 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 a movie in the '90s, I mean, the creature effects are nice. The practical effects are are still hold up to this day. And I mean, even certain scenes are still kind of creepy. Like when you're going through there, it's, it you know you kind of get that eerie vibe every now and again. You know. And so if you are wanting to view this movie, you can stream it on Voodoo. Um, mm -hmm. In this movie, it is about a... He's, a, he's an insurance... A, investigator. Uh, insur investigator, yeah. He's like a private eye, pretty much. And uh, this uh, writer goes missing. They try to find him. He went missing in some dead-end town, wherever it is. It's actually a town that he wrote in his book. And whatever... Pretty much whatever this guy writes seems to kind of fruition, come to fruition. And uh, and what they're doing is they're like, oh, well, his books caused, caused madness and everything like that. So this guy's there to kind of, he's while he's reading the books, he's actually delving into the mouth of madness. And and is uh, seeing things. It's kind of a trippy movie at times. Sam Neill is, uh, plays, plays the part really well. I mean, he, he's kind of like uh, skeptical in the beginning, so he doesn't believe all the all the hype and all that. And then with that, it, it almost kind of sees like he's he holds on to that feeling throughout the whole movie until towards the end when he finally it just every, his whole reality collapses in front of him. You and know? he really does accept that, like yeah, he exactly. ha he has gone mad completely. Yeah. Uh, this movie for me, it was a little slow at first, and uh, it's got its moments. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it, it it's definitely that '90s campiness. It does linger in that movie a lot. Yes, know? but you know what? The ending is totally worth it. Uh, mm -hmm. So, kind of spoiler best part. alert. Yes. <laughs> um, so, the book is what is driving people insane. It is uh, making everyone very volatile and everything the world is pretty much coming to an end like society is ending yeah. but one of the things that someone had pulled out to uh one of the other characters is like not everyone is gonna read not a lot of people read exactly and, everything. and so they made it a movie it like it shows it where now we're watching the movie it's of them watching the movie of that book and of this and it's just very ironic and then you realize you're also watching this exactly it's it, it's very it's very um what is it kind of on the cosmic horror realm as far as it's 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 a bigger picture than what's actually there you know it's like there's something pulling the strings and the the, the writer Sutter Kane is actually just a pretty much a cog in the machine you know that's causing the the that's causing the the madness and everything like that. He's just a small part of the bigger picture, you know. And so it 
it's it's really it, the premise is really interesting and if you're a big fan of hp lovecraft and that type of stuff it's a campier version of that you know of that kind of storyline type of deal where it's the cosmic entities that are creating uh, horrors that we can't even fathom pretty much and so with this movie, we did give it a rating of eight. It is a really good movie. There's great acting, great effects, and the ending, again, is very worth it. Uh, but when it comes to our coffin rating, this one is another one. Uh, there is a lot of that very candy apple red blood. Um, yeah. Not really straight violence shown and stuff. It's more showing the aftermath. Of yeah. And and a lot of it's more like visual visual poor type of thing. It's not really blood and guts. It's more just like disturbing images. Exactly. So again, it's pretty watchable, and it did come out in 1995. I'm not expecting it to be too graphic. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's during the the uh, the era of bright clothes. So, moving on to our number eight. Uh, this one can, like, here, here is a little bit more blood. Uh, we're, is, yeah, we're starting to get into the, the heavier subject material, for sure. And this is VHS 2, the sequel of yes. uh, VHS. VHS, uh, good. What, what, the VHS, the first one was good, but I think we all kind of agreed that the second one's better. Yeah, like, with this one, I like this movie because, like, one, of course, it's, it, it's like, somewhat of an anthology and yeah, all that kind of I stuff. Yeah, I love anthology movies for sure. And because it just keeps your interest in everything. Yeah. Everything, like, resets itself and changes. But it gave us so many different amazing horror stories. Yeah, I mean, and you got one about ghosts. You got the other one about zombies. I yeah, think one about demon, are, like a demon, demon cult. Yes, demon cult. And then you got the aliens. And yes. to be honest, I feel like the cult and the aliens were probably the scariest ones. That oh, actually kind of had me tripping. Like, the zombie was more funny. It really yeah. threw me back to an episode of Supernatural with the suicidal yeah. teddy bear. Because yes. we had a suicidal zombie and exactly. everything. But I loved it because it was from the zombie's point of view. Exactly. Yeah, it was a different. It was, it was It was yeah. It was a change, change of pace. You know, because most of the time you're the survivors are the main story. But and it kind of feels, it kind of tricks you in that way because at first you kind of get that feeling like it's going to be like that, and then as soon as it happens, the guy gets bit immediately, and then you're he's just you're pretty much running you around see with the this whole guy process. Yeah, munching on munching this. on people. You know, Until and it is he, amazing become self-aware yeah exactly he finally <laughs> realizes after you know being full i think what it was was he was hungry and then after he ate we all get that point where we just you know <laughs> we're so hungry that we just act out of our own character and then finally he you was know hangry? Once we, yeah he was hangry that's exactly he needed a snickers and that snickers was actually a human arm but still you know <laughs> it it was something you know he, he needed he needed something to quench that 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 hunger so but, that you he know, can think straight. Even the cult one that, you know, is also the demon one, it, like, it definitely had its very scary moments. Like, it was really yeah. intense the entire time until the end. The end of that story completely fucking that, kills me because the, the goat 
leans over and is like, Daddy. Like, yes. what? <laughs> that is the it last thing you want to hear from everything. a goat monster. Like, I, it, 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 but in the best way. It ruined everything in the best way. Yeah, I, I felt like it was it was kind of a playful horror. Like, that. you could definitely tell they were having fun with it. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, at, the whole time he's just running around getting chased by this giant goat monster. You know, that looks fucking terrifying. You know, you're you, as soon as he pops up out of the out of the woman, you know, you're just like, what the fuck? Doesn't she blow up? I, I, I think she. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't her. It was the guy because he ends up blowing up the room. It, whatever the case was, as soon as that goat monster showed up, it was fucking horrifying. And then the conclusion is that he's actually the dad. Well, we the knew guy, the camera the guy's the dead. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's like uh, it's like Star Wars, you know, the Darth Vader and and Luke Skywalker. He just, you know, <laughs> he told him he's all like, yeah, "I am your father," and he, the goat was like, "Daddy, <laughs> daddy." So this I, movie, it was did, kind of emotional. It it, kind of it, emotional. it was it was, but this movie did come back out in 2013. Uh. It only made a little over $20,000, and you are able to view it on Shutter. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you were this... able to do it on other streaming sites, but Shutter, you can see it on for sure. It, it it's a it's a really good, really well done for for you can definitely tell the budget probably wasn't the highest, but a lot of these uh, found footage movies can actually bring out a lot a lot of material for a small amount of money just because the way they're shot and and the way it goes and stuff like that and this movie does do well as a standalone film mm -hmm. too uh you don't have to see the first uh vhs movie to watch this one yeah it's pretty much about what two people uh they're like uh investigators or or something some somewhere along the line they end up in this apartment with a bunch of tvs because they're searching for some guy that was, I guess, releasing something, releasing the movies out. And then they find his apartment or his house, find his monitor, and then he, they see the Play Me tape, which always happens. At any time, there's a tape, of, especially a VHS tape or a Betamax or anything that's not, like, up to date, and it says Play Me, more than likely you should probably not play it. And just get the fuck out. And get the fuck out. Exactly. Just just so, leave. Just leave. <laughs> this movie, we did give it uh, a rating of 8. It is a really good movie. I, really good. It's very fun. It's very campy. Uh, yes. But all of the stuff does seem like pretty original. Like, their tapes on it were really good. Yeah. Uh, even, even the first one with the ghost, with the guy with the prosthetic eye. I mean, that was kind of a unique one. The fact that he can only see it because of the eye. That was replaced. Yeah. That, that one was one. And then he he gouges it out, which is yes. why we also gave this one the coffin rating of two. So we did yes. go up a, lo go yeah, up a little it, bit. It, a little bit. I mean, you know, a little eye gouging. I'm pretty sure, you know, if you got a strong stomach, it might not be that bad. But, you know. I don't like it. I don't like I, it. I, I cringed a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the I'm thought of me now. plucking my eye out <laughs> does not seem very fun. No. Uh, 
And then also in the cult when there was a lot of blood because all of a sudden it became this whole suicidal cult thing. And then I think like some, the goat, I think, squished a bunch of their heads too. Yes, which was pretty awesome. Uh, No, Um, it was not. uh, And plus, not only that, but you do see the woman giving birth to the goat. Oh, yes, you do. That was was an interesting part. I mean, my thing is, anatomy-wise... The horns would probably be the worst part. Well, I'm pretty sure she died, so. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. either way, it was unenjoyable. I just oh, think definitely. it would be less. It would be less uh, painful with the C-section. <laughs> so uh, we are on to number seven, and we have the movie The Right uh, did, that did come out in 2011, mm. uh, and this is the one with. Anthony Hopkins, so, and it does Hell have yes. a good budget and everything, but just because it has a good budget, and you may have heard of it, doesn't mean that it's not an underrated movie. Uh, I know a lot of people have talked bad about this movie, but it's actually really good. I do say give it a chance. Um, I don't know where it is streamable, but I know you will be able to uh, rent it on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and so this movie does take place over near the Vatican, uh, where Colin O'Donohue, yeah, Colin O'Donohue's mm. character uh, is sent to the Vatican for teaching, as he had originally came into the church mainly just for them to pay for his schooling. Which yeah. I'm pretty sure all of us can kind of relate very to. Relatable. Very relatable. Very uh, relatable. So he had really lost his faith and everything. His father was a mortician. And so he was just really around death a lot. And so he didn't really see like a point in faith. Like he was really giving up on that. Uh, yeah, well, because, I mean, you see everything stripped from you. You know, it does kind of change your perspective. Exactly. And so because uh, the church didn't want like him to just kind of give up and go, he they ended up linking him up with Anthony Hopkins here, who is like a senior exorcist. Of course and, he is. <laughs> and of course, one thing with the Catholic Church and everything, exorcists, they have to have a very strong faith yeah. uh, in order to do what they do. So they ended up making him go with him and he gets to experience uh, Anthony Hopkins like doing the exorcisms, seeing the people and like seeing this really devoted faith that they're giving to not only Anthony Hopkins, but Anthony Hopkins is giving that to his Lord and stuff. So uh, in this movie, there's a lot of the whole like, like demon exorcism and stuff and that is where it can get very creepy and not too nice and stuff there is mentioning of demons names uh so that i know can make some people very uncomfortable yeah of course i mean even in insidious i mean that was that was one of the parts where they you know but it's also a way to to fight the demons you know knowing your enemy type of thing exactly uh so in this movie 
there is a lot of the whole like possession and everything. So it really, I don't know, it gave it a really good look to me. It wasn't this like how in The Conjuring, these random people yeah, like get this and then they bring in the exorcist. Like we're actually following the exorcist this yeah. time. And so, it's so kind I of a like different that was perspective. A different. Yeah. yeah. And it was really good. Um, this is actually based on a true story. Yeah. Which I kind of did that probably and everything. Loose, yeah, probably, yeah, probably loosely based on a true story. Oh, like, it is loosely based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but the, the, the main thing is Anthony Hopkins. I mean, anytime this man shows up to anything, you know, he's always Amazing. doing a good job. Uh, he's always eating brains with the fava beans. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time when Anthony shows up. So we rated this at seven. Uh, like I said, it is a good movie. Give it a shot. Uh, it is not, like, you know, too gory or anything. So we did only give it uh, one coffin. And But, again, it does have a lot of the, like, mentioning of demons and all that kind of stuff. So, again, I, I like, some people, they don't care for that as much. Yeah, very true. Very true. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Exactly. So at number six, we have The Devil's Candy that came out yes. in 2017. And this movie is crazy. I love it, like the artwork, the music, it's legit. everything. It very is good. very cool. I love this movie as from the first time I watched it. I I was I was so looking forward to this. Um the uh the the music and the atmosphere and the artwork alone are just worth every every bit of it. It's it's really cool because you, you see the progression. It almost has that shining type of feel to it, you know, mm -hmm. that progression of sanity where the, the dad it for some reason it's always the fucking dad that ends like up in getting Amityville. possessed. <laughs> exactly. Amityville, the shining I mean, name a name a horror movie where it, it, it the dad doesn't get infected. I think it's because they already hate the family. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, but for some reason, I feel like there's some like type of like uh, I I think it's time. I think it's time. But I, I think it also reflects reality as well, though, because when you look at most crime with with families and stuff like that, it's usually the husbands. You know, <laughs> well, because the wives are getting away with it. That's true. That's true. Black widows are always probably going to be the most prominent. But um, no, this movie is fantastic. I loved it. Uh, everybody in the movie was really good. The 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 relationship between the the dad and the and the sister and even the mom too was good. But you, you see mostly the connection with the daughter and the father. Like they they are you know, in, almost inseparable. Like, he, he drives her to school all the time, and then when, when you see that deterioration that he's having, it kind of puts a wedge between them, which you feel, you're like, you kind of feel bad for it and everything because it's, it's like you can tell that they both really care for each other, but this, this entity's interrupting it and, and trying, to, trying to break that apart and everything, and it's, it's crazy. It's, it's very interesting take on it and the fact that it's an art artist who's the main helm of the of the movie 
it kind of adds a little bit more of that that artistic vibe to it as well. Yeah, we did give this a nine for our rating. Uh, it is a really good movie, uh, but yes. we only gave it one coffin, so it is still very watchable. Not not a lot of blood and guts. Uh, a lot of just kind of just creepy, creepy, creepy atmosphere and uh, some fat guy trying to kill people. You know, <laughs> he's, he's trying to kill. It, it's. It's a weird. It's 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 weird how he, he kind of just shows up, but he's you know the original, I guess, uh, original resident of the home that they're living in. So you know, it it, it it's kind of interesting how it goes because it almost shows that it never left him. Like it almost possessed him alone, but there's still that entity in the ho house as well. So it kind of shows how powerful the entity is and how powerful that possession can be. You know. All right, so we have reached number five on our list, uh, which is The Void. I love this movie. <laughs> this movie, this movie is fantastic. Um, we we were talking about the realm of cosmic horror, and, and this, this is, is it. This is the essence of H.P. Lovecraft. Like this is what if there was a very, if there was a well done H.P. Lovecraft movie, which there are, but this one without having that. Uh, Reference-wise, you know, having that to back it up, it's it's really good. Yes, uh, and this movie did come out in 2017. Uh, it is available for streaming on Shutter, like most of these movies. Yeah, are. <laughs> and, and I think uh, you can also find it on Netflix too. I, I might be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix as well. All right, and uh, one of the unique things about this movie is the special effects was actually crowdfunded. Mm. Uh, yes. For this movie, they ended up getting around $82,000 from fans and yeah. because they wanted this movie to be made. Uh, this movie does have a, quite a few, like, like a cult... Uh, devil worshiper type feel to it yeah but it doesn't have that it has a, like that how he said the cosmic horror um yeah it, it's pretty much this, a per this like personal god like yes. narcissism fully. yeah exactly and a, a lot of it is just trying to find i mean the the cult is trying to find some type of portal i guess or um to to this other dimension where you know which is the void and that and this kind of has a little bit of it has a big twist to it when you're watching when you're watching it because certain people aren't who they seem to be and others who you thought were bad are actually you know doing wouldn't say the right thing but they're not evil in per se yeah this movie has like just constant development like yeah, throughout the entire exactly thing. and it just really it grabs your attention from the very beginning and it just it keeps going and i i don't know i was like in, interested throughout this entire yeah. movie and the, and the characters it has an are old very school... relatable yes yes, yes. <laughs> no 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 it does have an old school vibe to it almost remnants of like the 80s maybe the late mm -hmm. 80s you know it's got a little bit of that campiness but not quite enough you know and it has a good balance with like the cgi and the practical effects 
the CGI could definitely have been better, um, especially yeah. at the end. It just kind of threw me a little bit uh, when they, like, you know, were actually in that cosmic realm. Yeah. That was it, a little it, bit disappointing, it especially. Seems like they put, yeah, they put more the emphasis the on the practical effects, definitely. I mean, the practical effects, when you see the, the Cthulhu-like monster in one of the scenes, it is pretty intense, and he's jumping out, tentacles flopping all over the place, you know, and uh, it's and legit. They also, they use a lot of, like, real people for yeah, their, like, different relatable. monsters and everything. You know, they had gymnasts be a part of this, like the uh, mm. contortionists, and so it really just helps with uh, yeah. the horror aspect of everything. Uh, we did give this um, a 9. Because this movie is incredible. I've watched it multiple times. I yes, love this I, movie. I can watch this movie right now as we speak. Definitely. <laughs> and there is a little bit more gore in this. So we actually gave it two and a half coffins. Yeah, there's some body horror. I mean, there's... there's, there's they don't one. shy away from it. it. It's ramming its head into yeah. the pipe. Over yes. and over and over. I don't like that. Just <laughs> constantly. and it's, it's so cool. I it love really it. It really is, though. It, I actually it, it, loved the all of the effects in in this movie and like well, the different and it seemed gore. Like even, yeah, because it wasn't that gore, bad. No, well, well, the there. thing was the gore had a reason. It wasn't. It never yeah. felt like it was just you know being forced or it was just supposed to yeah. you know happen. It was. It all had its place. Yeah, I love this movie. It is a def. It is a definite must watch, uh, and. Yeah, you're able to go ahead and watch that on Shutter and possibly Netflix. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that that's where I had first seen it was on Netflix. So they might have moved it from Netflix to Shutter, but for sure Shutter has it. All right, and so with number four, we have oh. the movie Inferno. Yes, yes. By Dario Argento, my favorite director and. First, he he's my favorite director. George A. Romero second to that, but Dario Argento is top dog in my category. He does nothing but make great movies. So it's this uh, movie. It came out in 1980, and it of course because it is Dario Argento, it is an Italian movie. It is yes. dubbed, but it's dubbed very very well. <laughs> yes, and and it's a sequel as well to Suspiria. It. it pretty much takes place in that realm of the three mothers and uh, they they i believe what it is is the uh the brother is searching for his sister in this apartment complex and he can't find her and then there's some weird shit going on around this apartment building so it's a little strange and uh for it being an older movie and everything i have to say i really enjoy like the setting they like of course they did use like you know a set in a good portion of the scenes but they were also on location for a lot of the like wider angles and yeah. everything and you just see these beautiful buildings and everything and it just it is definitely a dario argento movie yeah the colors the lighting everything and even the kills alone are mm -hmm. just what you would expect from dario argento i mean satisfying yes uh, there's one scene where he actually, the killer, um, 
puts the lady's neck on the on and the window sill, and then they bring it down um, on the win- bring, They bring the window down, and it, it pretty much cuts her neck, cuts her head off. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. And pretty great for stuff it, for it happening back in 1980. It it was actually very well done. Like it's mm-hmm. not corny. Yeah, and so, no, like it, I really love, I really love this movie. Yeah, and 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 even the characters, it, it's really cool because every character that they run into is uh, is unique. Like they all have a unique personality to them, and then when they get killed off, you're like, oh, okay, you know, they all kind of. It's almost like each character is unique, and then they all have a unique kill that happens to them. You know, so they all die a unique way, just as they just as they lived. You know, fantastic. So, uh, this movie is actually the first one that we have rated as a ten. Uh, yes. It is an amazing movie, uh, mm-hmm. but our coffin rating it is a one. There really isn't too much uh, gore going on, uh, but like I mean, it, it has like it's, the whole Kool Aid blood thing yes, going on. So the, it's. The realism is not there. For yeah. Me. I mean, and Dario Argento, he's known for that. Like, just the bright... Even just the blood alone is, is a bright color. He, I, I feel like he deliberately chose the bright it, it's red. It's that kind of shock factor. Yeah, then. exactly. That's what, that's what it's for, you know. It's just so it pops. Which is that artistic sense of, of, of everything. And, like, always still reminds me of, like, like theater plays. And yes. everything like that is where I feel like he pulls a lot of inspiration from mm-hmm. when it comes to like shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very true. All right. So we are in our top three. Ooh. Like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's get. It's so, getting. It's getting heavier. It's getting heavier. Yes. Slowly but surely. And so number three, we have the movie Honeymoon. Uh, this uh, movie. Love this movie is amazing uh and it did come out in 2014 and its budget was a million dollars but in the box office it only made under ten thousand dollars yeah i mean and it's surprising because i feel like this is definitely one of those things where it's it's kind of a shame that this is such an underrated movie because it's so well made and such a fantastic movie, and it's a, it's a it's a change of pace, you know. It's got it the, really is. It's got the the drama elements to it, and the horror elements, and it's just is, and it's got a little comedy in there, little little you know jokes here and there, and everything, some funny scenes. It's but a for well-rounded the most part, movie. Yeah, exactly. It it's just it hits all the bases, and it's surprising that it did not do better than what it actually did. So, and it does take place on a honeymoon mm. uh, in the middle of, like, pretty much nowhere on a lake. Uh, and it's in basically, a cabin. Yes. And it's basically showing this deterioration of the wife. And, yeah. Mentally uh, and physically. Yes, definitely. And it physically. is horrifying, the like, physical part. Yes. And, like... The effects that they used for it and everything, like, it was very minimal, but it made an impact and everything. It really seemed pretty realistic for what was happening. And 
the entire time you're kind of confused as to you what don't know the what the fuck is happening. On. It's almost frustrating. It almost yeah. I, I you got, share frustration scenes, with yes. the husband. Yeah, like I, there was times where I was surprised that he didn't just say "fuck this, I'm gone." I because <laughs> it was it was getting to a point where she was like, "Oh, there's nothing wrong." Clearly, there's something wrong. <laughs> And there's there's just so much that goes on with this movie. Um, yes. And I love the fact that it has that, like, really weird twist at the end. You, you, don't, like, you don't see it. And, I didn't uh, think it was going to be that type of movie. I'm just saying the worst hiding split places are in the water. <laughs> And especially if you can't swim. I'm well, just you saying. Know, you're like tied to a brick. Tied, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, good times. Get, so we uh, ahead play, and, If you're playing hide and seek, do not, do not jump in the pool. No. And, and stay we, under. we went and gave this a nine and a half. Uh, it is just such a great movie. Well you can stream it on Hulu. Uh, and due to a couple scenes, we did give this two coffins. Uh there was a scene where they pulled an t- tentacle like monster thing? Yeah. out of this woman, and um, he did. He, he out of his own wife, he pulled the tentacle monster. And let me just say that was a probably that was a that was a that a was painful for everyone. Shock. That was a painful scene. That was definitely a painful yeah. scene, cringeworthy scene in the best way possible. Yes. <laughs> so. So, moving on to number two, we have the movie Maniac. And this, this movie, is my personal favorite. Yes. This movie this is crazy, Maniac kind of figures. But yes. this it came out in 1981. And uh, it is starring Joe Spinell. And also, part written of the story him. was yes. written by Joe Spinell. Uh, yeah. This movie only had uh, a budget of like a little over three hundred thousand dollars from the director's porno movie. Yes, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you want success, you got to fund it yourself. Yes, and you are able to watch this on Vudu. Uh, so this movie, it's following a serial killer, uh, which I think is a really cool take. Uh, we are seeing yeah. more into the life of this deranged man. And it's not like Very American deranged. Psycho. It's not like he has this whole charisma thing going on for him. Yeah, no, he's, he's like 40-something years old. He fat, lives up to the bald, name. Greasy. Very he's greasy. disgusting. I, didn't, I did notice he was very greasy. He almost looks like a less greasy... Um, What's the guy? In, Ron Jeremy. He, he, he reminds me of a, of a of a taller, less greasy Ron Jeremy. Like he he's just he's got the mustache and the hair. You know it. I don't know. He just he just screams sleazeball though. He's just just scumbag for sure. But and this is definitely like a true slasher movie. Uh, yeah. It was actually banned in Australia. Yeah, I believe, or it was Australian oh, UK. Promotion. Yeah, well, and, and it, it's still banned to this day in in the UK. Yes, um, and it's it's amazing. I think what it is is the realism 
because there's times where it it really does when he certain kills and the certain things that he does and the mannerisms and everything it's almost too real yeah i really you know? enjoy in this movie you see the progression of his mania and yeah. everything like he's the way he started off like in the beginning with his killing it was very light uh yeah it was kind of quick um and i don't know i feel like those ones weren't fully thought through yeah well exactly. as he progressed like it became more violent it became a lot more bloody he had he definitely took his tokens yeah all this kind of stuff and began taking risk yeah and exactly and so that's when they make real. the most mistakes is with with the more risk that they take there was one scene this is probably my favorite scene and it's even more more so because of the way that it was made but uh was the infamous shotgun scene where <laughs> the man literally the, these two this couple they're this getting hot and heavy in the in the car and then all of a sudden she sees who's this man heavily breathing on my on the window and so they go to start the car up. He doesn't see it. Of course, the boyfriend doesn't see it because we're oblivious and he's halfway, you know, <laughs> ready to go. So it's kind of one of those things. But uh, it, it's uh, he starts the car, turns the light on. And as soon as that happens, uh, there's there's the maniac with the shotgun who jumps on the hood of the car and blows this guy's brains out. Like, just the head explodes. Yeah, you just and, get this uh, full close-up view, and it just... And if you and if you don't know who the guy is, it's Tom Savini. The, 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 the infamous guy, the makeup artist. He's the, he's the boyfriend. Uh, sleazeball. He actually created the head... He actually made the cast of, of, of himself and, and put in a... I believe it was food and fake blood in like bits of food and fake blood in the cast. And then when they shot it, they used a real shotgun, blew the thing up. And then they had to they had to put it in the trunk. They had to throw it in the trunk real quick and get out of there because they didn't have the permits for the for that that uh, fire discharging the weapon. Yeah, which is amazing. It was filmed in an hour. It was filmed in an hour. it was so incredible and everything, and it's such a well done scene for it being shot guerrilla style. And you know they only did it the once and rushed <laughs> exactly. You know they only did that scene once because there was they they said if we fuck up now, this scene might not be in the movie, or it might just be a fucked up scene in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, and my one of my like one of my favorite things about this movie is that the women aren't like stupid. Like, yeah, the women are not stupid. They go ahead and they don't let him into the apartment. They don't really, like, have anything, like, attract. they're not attracted to him. They're not doing anything when it comes to allowing this man into their lives and stuff. They keep him at a good yeah. distance. And so... When, I mean, they're not just, you know, that typical, oh, yeah, like, come on in, come on in, uh, you know. <laughs> so, when he does come in and everything, they sh- they are very uncomfortable. They don't want this and everything. Yeah. And which adds to the cringeworthiness of this movie. Yes. But that's still nothing compared to the heavy breathing throughout the entire yes. movie. Yes. It's almost like he's breathing on your shoulder. 
yeah, or in your face. And you can kind of smell his breath. And I'm pretty yeah. sure it smells like, uh, oh, God, I don't even want to think about that. No. Probably beer and Doritos. I, I guarantee <laughs> it's beer and Doritos. Uh, but, uh, he, he seems like a Doritos man. I don't know. <laughs> So we did give this movie a 10. It is an incredible movie. Amazing. And we did give it three coffins. It is quite a bit graphic. Uh, and for especially being in 1981, I don't know. Like, this is crazy. There's this one scene where the, like, his, like, demons and ghosts type of thing, like, literally rip off his head. And it has disturbed me ever since I saw that. It is amazing. Like it. <laughs> and it is so much fun because it's almost like the whole movie's based off in realism. And then finally the end is the most supernatural kill ever. Yes. It, it is just, it's such a good movie. It's such a yeah, good movie. I, I, I love it. I, could, I actually was watching it the other day. And um, it, it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. And I, I caught it midway through the movie. I still enjoyed the rest of it. <laughs> All right, so we've actually made it to our number one spot. Oh, no. <laughs> that is for the movie Starry Eyes. And yes. this movie was actually brought to us by Jasmine, yes. our editor here. Jasmine requested and this one and, and told us how one. great this movie is. <laughs> and I'm glad that it was recommended by her. Yeah, so this movie came out in 2014, and amazing movie. Yes. Love it. I can watch it all day, every day. It <laughs> chef's kiss. Yes. <laughs> it had a budget of under $30,000, and it made even less. It made under $10,000 so internationally. Yeah, and it, it deserves more than that. It, it deserves really so does. much more. It was filmed in 18 days. I so... Mean, the- and well, well, well filmed as well. I mean, the the way that it's filmed and everything. Yeah, it great is quality, amazing. And it follows this girl wanting to be an actress, wanting to get into Hollywood, and it just shows this, you know, possibility of what is there when you go for that type of career. Exactly. You know, which is scary cults and the devil. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is Hollywood in general. This is Hollywood real life. I feel like most actors, like uh, our Brad Pitts and Leonardo DiCaprio's, were probably They're all formed. They're all reborn in in a some some a burial ground in in Hollywood Hills, you know, <laughs> and reborn and kind of just coming out like a like a nice little fetus, you know. <laughs> One of the things that I do like about this movie is that. The girl throughout everything, like, she's committed and everything. Uh, super she's committed. Going, she's yeah, almost too She's going to do this, and she's going to <laughs> knock down anyone that she needs to to get what she wants. Which is why she or killed staff. all of her friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody dies. Except for Except her. Except for her. And, and it goes to show that, I mean, that, that, that's the, I feel like that's the main point of the movie is that it... How far will you go to be successful and be where you want to be? It's almost inspirational. Oddly, yes. When you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, she 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 saw her goal and she went for it. You know, can you blame her? And then she was reborn. reborn after looking I, so fucking nasty. Uh, that's terrible, why she went to a phase. That's why she was reborn. She, she looked like straight hot shit. Like she was terrible looking. <laughs> 
And you, I mean, her hair's falling out. Every time she went to scratch her scalp, there was like the half of her head is, is already coming off. You know, all that hair. It, it was almost like, you know, she had to sacrifice her beauty to regain the beauty, you know. And so, uh, uh, you are able to stream this movie on Amazon Prime and Shudder. Shudder, uh, yes. We did give it the rating of 10. This is a perfect movie. Uh, and it does have three coffins. So <laughs> it's it brutal. is a little bit more graphic. It, it, it saves all that brutalness for the end. Like that, that, that when, when she's murdering her friends, I will just say right now, there's one, one scene where she, uh, she smashes her, her, I, I believe it's the blonde chick, her blonde friend. With a with a <laughs> with a weight, you know this fucking ten pound. You know it's not a heavy weight because she's lifting it up like it's nothing. Unless of course she has like that uh, demon, strength? Adre- demon strength. Yeah, <laughs> then she fucking lifting up a fifty pound fucking weight and just smashing this chick's head in. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty gnarly. I'm not gonna lie. It is a gnarly scene. And I don't like that. Yeah. It. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't end well for a friend. It doesn't pay to have a su- successful friend. Yeah, That's if you're trying to be an actress, get the you fuck probably, out. You probably shouldn't be her friend anymore. I'm just saying, find a new friend. Maybe one that works at Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah, you get the free <laughs> like blizzards and shit. Oh uh, hell yeah, Reese's cups. I like it. <laughs> All right, so we actually have here a couple honorable mentions. Uh, so a few movies that didn't make the list is The Terrifier from 2018. Uh, and it wasn't an because it was movie. a bad movie. It was just because it seems like out of a lot of the underrated movies and underground movies, it was probably one of the most well-known for it being uh, kind of a low-budget movie. Yes, and, and it is amazing an, it movie. Is a, it is a great gory, gory movie. It's a uh, gore fest. It, it it's the best way to describe it as a gore fest. It is David strictly Howard Thornton is absolutely amazing. He's truly the scariest clown, and you can watch this movie on Netflix. Um, the most terrifying clown since Bozo the Clown. I will say right now, um, I hate clowns, but after watching this movie, I hated clowns. Even more, Pennywise. He makes Pennywise look like a soft little, you know. Like he looks like Pennywise. He looks like he looks like Pennywise from It Part Two when they (laughs) when they beat him up to the point to where he's just you know he's like a little weird big headed (laughs) shriveled up baby with a weird bean head. I don't know. It just that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, it, not was, a big it was a weird note to leave off on. Yeah, yeah. It, it could. <laughs> there, there's better notes. There's better notes. You know, they were playing. They were playing an A flat when they could have easily just did an A. You know. Yeah. That's. Uh, All right, and <laughs> so the next movie that we have here to mention is The Wicker Man, and yeah. this is from 1973. This is not, not the, the Nicolas Cage, Cage no. fucking garbage. That the bees, not the bees. I, <laughs> you, you can't, you can't have a good movie. When, I will <laughs> give Nick Cage credit on that one scene where he just kicks the shit 
out of that one he lady. Round, <laughs> it was a, it wasn't even a it roundhouse kick. It was just a full body like side kick. Like it was the probably the most legitimate side kick I've seen in a while. I don't you know, know. I feel like he and actually did it. He I did. Put it past he, him. I would not put it past Nick Cage to sidekick that lady. I mean, she was. I, she okay, had a so, manly but build. To this movie, The <laughs> Wicker Man. Good Wicker Man. The good this one, is the good the Wicker Man. Yeah, let's 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 disregard the the atrocity of Nick Cage's Wicker Man and talk about the real one, which is uh, yeah, so, 1973. Yes, and this was based on the book Ritual by David uh, Piner. And this stars Edward Wood, Ed, Woodward, Edward Woodward, <laughs> and Christopher Lee as the cult leader, the man of the hour on uh, this Summersville Island, or Summers and, Isle? It's Summers Isle. Summers yeah. Isle. Yes. And, and <laughs> I really, I do like this movie. Like with the whole, like I don't know, it's a very classic cult thing. It's exactly it kind of what if you think hippies it would be. were violent. Yes. This is exactly what I could imagine, a bu- like Woodstock, but with more death. Like and everyone is part of the Manson family. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, they, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's the best way to put it. I would, I would say that and a lot of uh, penis puns. I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like they, 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 they put too much of the phallus, you know, everywhere, and kids are running. Kids are running around throwing ribbons on a giant wooden phallus. It's questionable. It's yes. questionable, and it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable every time I watch the scene. I will say the movie is great, but some scenes will make you feel uncomfortable. And even, it, it almost plays like a musical, because there are scenes where you're almost confused on what you're watching, because it's such a happy tone of songs, and... Then they go off and they're like trying to sacrifice some type of animal or something, or they're it gets some real culty. Some fast. chicks naked singing a song and trying to tempt the the Mister uh, Godly in the next room. It's a uh, it it's a uh, little weird. It's 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 definitely a strange uh, cup of tea. It's not oolong for sure. <laughs> But so those are our honorable honorable mentions. Uh, but we do want to go ahead and recommend you to go watch the this faculty. one movie right now, especially if you haven't. For some reason, if you haven't, you need to go and watch this movie. Yes, and that is The Faculty from 1998, directed by Robert Rodriguez. This movie mm-hmm. is an awesome, an awesome director and an awesome movie, and it's got Elijah Wood. And Josh Hartnett at his prime. Yeah, I know you don't see much of him nowadays, but, but back you in know, the day. back in the day, back in the nineties, you know, and I mean, he 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 was starting to make a come up with a Penny Dreadful series, but you know, this was this was prime, this is prime uh, real estate for him right now. You know, he's see, living large and in charge. And there were so many people in this movie. We had Clea Duvall, Laura Harris. Yes. Uh, we had All Usher. big people in we the... Had, oh, yeah. Usher was in the movie, yeah, too. Yeah, John Stewart, yes. Salma Hayek, uh, Robert Patrick, and, like, there's just so many people. Yeah, it's it's crazy because it's an A-list, like, you would think all these actors... It's got the guy from Terminator 2. 
See, but it's just like this movie was overshadowed by a lot of the other like more slasher movies because this yes. is an alien movie. It, it's yeah. that whole like kind of infestation. It, it, yeah, and it's dealing with a bunch of snot-nosed high schoolers. I mean, you know, you you you're you're dealing with a bunch of bratty teenagers, emotional teenagers, you know, they they're getting mad. I don't know. Well, I mean, that was the whole, like... <laughs> that was me synops- in the 90s. <laughs> no, that was pretty much the entire synopsis of Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, with less aliens. For some reason, th- this movie should have done much better. Yeah, that's weird. That was, the, that was like the going theme for that era was just high exactly. school. Exactly. I, I think people hated high school enough to where they just wish that some shit really interesting happened. You know? It does seem like a place where it would happen. (laughs) I mean, if aliens were going to attack somewhere, they're not going to go towards a big city. They're going to find a little poor dunk town where, you know, high school. And I mean, you know, because everyone's acting out as it is like no one's going to question it. And you know who's always the first ones to go? The popular kids. No, no. Well, yeah, because they have friends and they're like around each other. Yeah. Accessible, yes, yes. See, yeah, aliens so you think about these real things. Fast. I wasn't that popular. I was kind of. I, I probably bullshit been... compared. You were the most popular of this group. Yeah. Uh yeah okay I I guess I can I oh they're on the I football can, team and wrestling team. yeah well you know I was I was I probably would I would have been the second line of popular kids to get infected I would have been the one that was like questioning been like hey you guys uh. Acting real weird right now. What? They'd be like, uh, "Come, uh, come over here real quick. I got something to show you." Nope. All right. Let me go check it out real quick. Whoa! Like you know, I, that'd be me. I, I'd See, be I would be okay. <laughs> I would be okay because I like never went to school, so I'm good. <laughs> I went to school too much. I, I spent too much time at school. That I don't know. I, I would like to say that you probably actually. Like didn't spend enough I, time. I spent enough time, but I wasn't learning during that time. I was spending okay. at school. Yeah. You weren't present in classes. Exactly. Mentally the was not there. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally was not there. Physically sitting in my seat. No, you weren't. You okay, were on the campus. Sitting. I was on the campus. I might not have been sitting in my seat, but uh, you know. But you know what? Uh, if I you spend a lot hear, of. <laughs> if you want to hear more of these crazy antics and everything, especially of Eddie over here, go ahead yes. and follow us on Instagram at UFO Projects and Twitter at UFO underscore Projects for updates and Do it right now. more stories. Do it right now. <laughs> this has been Master Shot. Thank you, Jasmine, for being on here. Yes. And my name is Alina. This is Eddie. And we're heading back to our home planet because this planet. Fucking sucks.